Attention. T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are go. Fifteen seconds, guidance is internal. Twelve, eleven, ten, nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Now the six about to kick off, this party looks whack. Let's take it back to straight hip-hop and start it from scratch. Dodson. We got Dodson here. Dodson. We got Dodson. See, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> how, do, how do I transport it? You do. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcastle. Happy July fifth, everybody. How's your hangover doing? How's that July fourth <laughs> patriotic Liberty American Dream Miller Lite Budweiser hot dog eating firework watching hangover going? Jet flying, limousine riding, wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, son of a gun. Shark wrestling, alligator kissing, beard shaving, dick slapping. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was speaking of speaking of Dotson, uh, Jurassic World number one again at the box office this weekend, now totaling worldwide gross of one point three eight five billion dollars. Billion dollars. That's, it's a that's machine, incredible. man. That's a machine. How much? How much has it grossed so far? One point three eight five billion worldwide. Five hundred and fifty eight million uh, here, and uh, just past the Dark Knight, fourth biggest North American showing of all time. Wow. What's it? Yeah. What movies are is Jurassic World behind? It's got to be like the Avengers and Avatar. No, it actually did just pass uh, Avengers. Uh, Age of Ultron. Nice. And now now it's, uh, and then it just passed Dark Knight, so it's fourth, but it doesn't have the other ones listed, three, two, and one. I'm assuming, like, Harry Potter's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter or or Lord of the Rings or something. Or Or maybe uh, Titanic. Or, yeah, or Corky Romano. I mean, one of those has to be up there pretty high. That's right. That's right. Didn't think of that one. I didn't think. Hey, you know what uh, I thought of yesterday and I wanted to bring up to you? Is July 4th the most important holiday ever? Because people not only refer to it as Independence Day, but they refer to the actual date. So you're not like, oh, happy or merry December 25th. Right. right. Happy October 31st. <laughs> right. It's so important you can, you can reference it just by the date on the calendar. It is in that regard, yeah. Some people only wave flags on Independence Day and no other day. So Michael that Biscardi, could go how are we doing? Couple of that. I'm welcome. Tasmania. Tasmania. Uh, Mike, did you go to the Alamo this weekend? I have. I I know the other day you said you were going to San Antonio, so automatically my ADD thought that you were like you know in full <laughs> uniform, you know above the Alamo, like waving a flag, like shooting down enemies. Yeah. 
you know, but is that is that not accurate? Die. Nah, I was actually there a couple hours ago, but it was too crowded. But there were a lot of people in uniform, and I said, "You guys are crazy. It's too hot for this." How hot? How hot is it pushing down there? It's it's pretty hot. Ninety-eight today crazy. here in South Florida. Disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you know, once you get into San Antonio, there's no water anymore, so it gets a little. Oh. It's that landlocked heat. Wow. How big is the Alamo? Is it is it is it as big as people think? Is it small? I mean. I wouldn't call it small. Um, again, I, I didn't get to see the inside of it, but you know, it's probably the regular size of your average mission, as they call them. We were talking about the other day, you know, you're in Texas, and obviously you're not from there and you're not going to be there forever, but any anytime I hear Texas in the news or, you know, in the newspaper or something, it's I always think, like, well, i got to get Mike's opinion on this because he knows everything there is about Texas. Well, right, yeah, he's the extra. Yeah, the Lone Star State. Well, that's a boy. That's not a lot of pressure. Okay, <laughs> what of, what of late has been in the news that you would like me to either rectify or verify? Well, uh, maybe I could get some light on. No, Texas maybe. is huge. Um, I think it's the biggest right. state in the continental U.S. It is, and uh, it's so big that I've put eleven thousand miles on my new car already. But yet I haven't been out of the state of Texas since I got here last November. Here's an interesting news bit, since we're going to be kicking off with some news in Texas. The um, Alamo and other Texas shrines just won right. a uh, yeah. Yeah, UN designation. Mm-hmm. Um, the, San Antonio, the San Antonio missions, the Alamo, and other historic Texas shrines yeah. have attained the status of other internationally recognized landmarks, such as the Taj Mahal and the Great Barrier Reef. At a meeting in Germany Sunday morning, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, otherwise known as UNESCO, designated the site of the pivotal battle of the Alamo in 1835 as a place of cultural significance. That's some pretty big uh, props. I don't know if that's why it was so crowded. Well, for a lot of reasons, but I I guess there was, uh, I want to say, two or three of them in Texas. It was all over the news this morning about that. Um, I, I don't know the exact names of the missions. You know, the Alamo started as one of them initially uh, in the 1600s by Spain, and then of course it became a, a fort during the, the Texas Revolution. But um, I don't know the exact names of the other missions. But yeah, that is it's pretty big news. Neither does this article. They just say the Alamo <laughs> and other shrines, and then I go down. It goes the other shrines, you know, or missions as well. Like, they're just like the Alamo, the Alamo, the Alamo. So it's right. funny. What did uh, what did everybody here do for uh, El Dia de Independencia? <laughs> that, that seemed hard, dude. I went out. We were supposed to go out on a boat at like 10 o'clock and uh we got down to the like dock where it was and it's end of the world lightning and thunderstorm and oh, rain man end of days so i'm like there's there's no way we're getting on this boat yeah. but just like typical south florida in like a half hour storm was gone skies were clear and we're getting on this boat but the whole time heather and i are waiting we're drinking these bottomless mimosas down the hatch and we're almost like half gone by the time we get on the boat and then i proceeded to lose my sunglasses in the water um in the ocean heather 
tried to climb from one boat to another and just face planted and like broke her knee. Uh, and then we somehow drug our asses back here at like six o'clock and passed out before the yeah. sun went down and woke up to the fireworks. <laughs> like a tough life. <laughs> a lot of responsibilities over here. It's great. That's what I love about Florida too. One of the things is it could be like raining where it's end of days and you're on your knees praying not to die. And then 10 minutes later, <laughs> it's like sunny. And, you know, like everyone's riding bikes all of a sudden. There's like parasailers yeah. out. And you're like, oh, nothing happened. Like there's all of a sudden like three people like on a grill, you know, barbecuing <laughs> steak. Like, In your house that you don't even know. Yeah. On my porch. Hey, John, almost done with the bratwurst. Yeah. What are you doing here? Well, I'm trying to get these ribeyes on if you'd stop bothering me and heckling my wife. <laughs> it's 4th of July, you bastard. It's 4th of July, you bastard. Michael, you were you in uh you were in Austin, I want to say. I want to believe, actually, but I want to that say that's correct. Stone cold. Yeah, we um, started the trip in Austin, and uh, yeah, I had never actually done the town before. I've been there one time before, but I'd never actually done the town. I went there to I had an appointment with a photographer, uh, but I was in and out. So I we went to Austin, went to downtown Sixth Street, and I'll tell you, it was. It's pretty crazy. It's wild times down there. That is almost the Hollywood Boulevard of the Southwest. I believe. Now, it. I don't even know if that counts as the Southwest, but the, the South. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. You, you hear about Austin all the time and how uh, you know diverse up, up and, and progressive it is. Yeah. So he's yeah. in those you know Sky Mall magazines where it's like the top ten most you know <laughs> visited cities in the world, and Austin yeah, and- is always in there. And what was really nice is that I just happened to meet a buddy of mine, hadn't seen him in five years, and he was en route, uh, he's on, en route to Colorado, so he happened to be stopping by in old Austin town. We got to meet up for a brief period, and uh, it was nice to catch up, but um, yeah, the following morning, it's kind of a funny story, so the following morning we're having... Uh, I guess a brunch, a Saturday brunch in this place. And La it was a black cuisine. Oh, he's scary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, outdoors. It really turned me off to eating outside in the patio area for a while. At least for a while. Flies. So this place was Latin cuisine. And it, uh, the night before we were there, because it was a Latin salsa night, and, and uh, so we went dancing. <laughs> salsa. Wow. Following morning, we figured, hey, you know, we had such a nice time here last night. Let's see what the brunch menu looks like. Oh, great. Dollar mimosas. Can't go wrong. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so as we sit down, there's this um, well, first of all, let me get backtrack a little bit. The service was kind of mediocre. Guy doesn't even ask us if he wants to sit outside. He delivers food sure. without utensils. What a dick. That's the first part. As we're sitting down, about 15 minutes in, there's this crazy old woman Spouting, she's got a little walker. Had a Caribbean accent, and she's looking for her, her wallet, her bag. It was kind of inaudible. I really didn't hear. She was just shouting, you know, incoherently. And so this was, I remember saying this exactly. I said, "My God!" And I thought I'd seen everything in New York, but <laughs> this woman literally crossed the line. This must be an only in Austin moment. Uh oh. The patio. Was was gated off. 
Hmm. Keep yeah. the riffraff out. Watch the patio gate to go in and start shouting to the customers in the patio area while we're having fun. Oh my gosh. And then after that, uh, the security Heavens. finally gets to And then there's this guy, he starts walking down oh. and he's asking very politely, Hey, I got a little favor to ask you, but hey. you feel free to say no. All right, thanks for giving me the option, because I'm going to say no. Thank you. Worst day of my life, what do you think? So he asked me to borrow my cell phone, because he says uh, his brother's coming into town. Yeah, mm. so, yeah, man, can I borrow your cell phone? My brother's coming in, so I want to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, Very suspect. Very suspect. So I pick up my phone, and I said, what's the number? <laughs> and he, he shouts, he spits it out fast, didn't have to think about a fake number. It was 504 583 one, two, three, four. I don't know what it was, but um, we have it, and I think I have it on my phone. We should call. Because we should. I do get somebody to pick up, but it's an um, it's a message machine for a dot com company. Do you want me to call in the air today? <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, let's do. That. Let's see if we get anybody. Right. So go this on, guy, go ahead. I didn't let him hold the phone. He was he was trying to reach for it, and I reached back and said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm sorry, my friend. I got rules. I don't know you from a can of paint." It's not how it's going to go down, but I'm Benjamin happy Moore. to put you on speaker. So I put the guy on speakerphone. It was really fun. I mean, the guy clearly got caught in a lie, unless his brother really was awesome. Was uh, the, working for this dot com company and had a whole bunch of extensions with five other people he shared the line with. Because that's an important yeah. call to interrupt somebody. <laughs> you know? for. But the guy is really funny because he he knows oh his gosh. I was going to leave a message. I said, because I, I hung up and I said, oh, well, we tried. Uh, I was going to leave a message. And then he goes down the way and you can tell he's going to ask somebody we'll else. For the we'll have to, I'll, I'll dig the number up and we can call it on the air and see if anybody picks up and say, hey, oh you got a gosh. Spin to Jamaica, okay. Do you have the um, number handy? Yeah, stand by. We'll get in about 10 minutes. If you don't want to say it on air, too, you can just message no, me. No, I, I got the number. Hold on. Well, I, gotta, I just got to dig it up. And uh, <clears throat> why he's looking for yeah, the number him, here? Let him dig it up. We uh, let him dig it up. Cause diggers like me. Hey, we it's... just got twelve more Twitter followers in the last like minutes. Just so you know, I'm not sure what I hashtagged, but it's working. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle with your comments on the show. We will read them live on the air only at the podcastle. Today kicks off Shark Week, hosted by Eli Roth. Uh, yes, and I love Shark Week, and I'm excited for this week. Eli Roth is great. He's a horror director and an actor, great actor, and uh, he is a shark advocate. And he's diving with sharks this week, and he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and he is a big proponent for shark conservation. And uh, if you've been watching or uh, looking at the podcast on social media, or John, or myself, you see John's been doing some cool lead-up videos. Uh, using the app Dub Smash, quoting Jaws, uh, kicking off tonight. I'm going to be releasing a video every night for the next seven days for Clark Week, which I will be spoofing yes. another shark each week. It is as ridiculous as it sounds. Tonight, we are going to be kicking off with the Lemon Clark, which is spoofing <laughs> the Lemon Shark. Uh, so watch out for that, kids. Because what it's is a Lemon very Shark? Dicey. Lemon Shark is a shark that, when it orders a drink... Uh, like a water at a restaurant, it asks for the yes. lemon, um, huh. but it also cuts into it. And uh, no, uh, lemon shark okay. actually is the. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, John. It's the uh, scientific name, Negaprion 
Preriostris is a stocky and powerful shark, a member of the family Carcarhidinae. Uh, Lemon sharks can grow up to 10 feet in length. They're often nice. found in sallow subtropical waters and are known to inhabit and return to specific nursery sites for breeding. Often feeding at mm. night, these sharks use electroreceptors to find their main source of prey, which awesome. is fish. Uh, lemon sharks use the many benefit of groups living in an enhanced communication, courtship, predatory behavior, and protection. These, spark, these species of sharks is uh, Viva Paris, and the females are polyandros and have a biennial uh, reproductive cycle. Lemon sharks are not thought to be a large threat to humans. Um, it's good that they good. don't use a lot of hard words to describe the shark. Um, that wasn't a challenge to read through that. Um, right, yeah. Luckily, it's found not... from New Jersey to Brazil. This is a man-eater. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. This summer, <laughs> they attack humans. In a world. Well, that's really cool. I think uh, that'll be funny. And um, so I wanted to tell you that we were kind of throwing around the idea, when, when are we going to do the 24-hour podcast mm-hmm. uh, to raise money for uh, you know the charity of our choice? And I was like, oh, well, maybe we could do it around the 20th of December, you know, like kind of do it around Christmas. And then I spoke to Heather and she's like, that's probably the dumbest idea because everyone is just worrying about and stressing and almost going to you know, go insane around Christmas. I got to get presents. I got to go to the airport. I got to get fun. I got to pick up presents. Let's just <sighs> sit down for 24 hours and listen to Matt and John and Biscardi <sighs> bitch about the government. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think we should do it like in like mid to early January where when you know no one has anything to do and they're all just sitting around waiting for you know the spring i guess good idea i was thinking about that too kind of how after for a lot of people after the new year it's kind of a depressing time yeah you're not nothing's going on new year's is over you have nothing to look forward to until like you know like you said like the spring and you know getting warmer for for a lot of people in some places so i think that's a good uh and most people have broken their resolutions by then anyway, so they're probably like, you know. And are broke. Looking for more of an escape. <laughs> Michael, what do you think? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? I'm going to let you guys hear. This is a little song called Do You Like Waffles? That was like Blink-182. It's a video I found on YouTube. It's somebody took the time to animate a dancing waffle and pancake and wrote a song called Do You Like Waffles? It's got 22 million views. Oh! Welcome to America. Uh, do you, Mike, do you think a 24-hour podcast in January would be a uh, viable option? Uh, yeah, well, the objective is to raise money mm-hmm. for charity. We just want to make sure that people still have money left over from the holidays. So I would do it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I think think that's a good point. Because then it's like, well, all right. So everyone is recovering in January. Do a Jewish podcast. (laughs) Because Hanukkah will will be over a lot longer than Christmas if it's in January. So we could call it like we could call it like you know the um, the twenty four hour pod stickle. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pod temple. We were talking about the mechanics of the show too. I think an option would be to start off at like six a.m. with two of us. We go till twelve. Somebody 
knocks off for like four hours. The other guy gets on. Four hours later, that guy gets off. The other guy comes back. You know, they switch. And then we got to do like, we should just start scheduling guests like now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. right, you, this is yeah. your slot. This is you're your on slot. reserve. Yeah. 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 Like Book the date. Time. Have a section where people can call in. Uh, you know, we'll leave like an open forum. Yeah, we need to get a date. We need to get a date to the prom. Nailing down a date usually, uh, you know, that can let us know how much effort we need to put in now or how much we can procrastinate until we really need to, like, get it all together. Yeah. Do we want to wait? Do we want to make sure it's six months from now to give enough time or whatever, four, <laughs> five months? Or do we want to do it? We could do it earlier. We could do it maybe sometime in. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Mid October? Yeah. Could be an option. That's a pretty stale time. Yeah. You're like, oh, yes, Halloween's this month, but it's so far. It's like five weeks away. <laughs> There's nothing going on. Yeah, Halloween's this month. <laughs> it's all about holidays. This whole world just revolves it, it, around Everything revolves holiday. around holidays. That's how I got through school. And holidays revolve around money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how I got through like the depression of like uh, – being in school, school, back to school, yeah, because I had my birthday's in September, at the end of September. So I went, you go back to school, and I'm like, all right, I got my birthday in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I was like, all right. And it was a stretch because it was like six weeks later, but I was like, Halloween's coming up. Yeah. And then that came, and you're like, Thanksgiving's around the corner. And then that came, and you're like, all right, three weeks and Christmas vacation. And then it was like January. You're like, there's like oh no! Months in the world. Yeah, Martin like, Luther King Day is right around the corner. <laughs> we got Valentine's Day. Yep, Valentine's. You know what? Day. I don't like Valentine's Day. Not the, not the cultural significance of it or anything, but the commercials and the cheesiness around Valentine's Day. You know, John. You <clears> is said there that anyone before. that actually likes it? No, I, I don't I even don't think they care much for it. Never girls did. like it, and and. Uh, I mean, it's like a Hallmark holiday where it's, uh, I mean, historically and significantly it's not, but it's turned into, you know, here's some roses. Yeah, you They're just, 100 bucks. just have to. Yeah. You know, if it, and if it wasn't Valentine's Day, it would probably just be another day where you have to spoil your woman. Right. You know, yeah. it's like Mother's Day or Father's Day. It's not like significant other's day. It's St. Valentine's Day. Mm. Right. Just like uh, St. Patrick should be honored It'll be Patrick on March 17th. I did. And uh, that is a holiday, as Bloody. some of our f- mutual friends know, is really the only holiday in the year that matters. Is they all ha- As soon as the holiday is over, they buy those clocks. Wow. Get his clocks with the countdown of St. Wow. Patrick's Yeah, you know my thoughts on St. Patrick's Day. It's St. It's Patrick, not Patty. Patty is a mother oh, yes. of five that works in accounting. <laughs> Patricia. If you're gonna say Patty, it's two D's. Oh Not yeah, Erin McGarity uh, lost. She lost her shit about that because true. you know her husband's you know he's right off the boat from Ireland, like literally. And uh, I guess that that defends people. Yeah, it's very offensive. Very racist. It's very racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Martin Luther King Day. I'm not like, yeah, Happy Marty's Day. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> You know that whole Marty stretch King of holidays. Yeah, the whole stretch of holidays there is so. Uh, to me, it's so expensive. Like you got Valentine's Day, you're like, oh, all right. 
yeah, I love I love the, the the reason behind it. I get it. But then it's like Mother's Day comes sure. up, and you're like, all right. And then it's Father's Day, and you're like, okay. But uh, in there, I have like my dad's birthday, my sister's birthday, my stepdad's birthday. It's like, can I just get, can I just give everybody a gift at the beginning of the year? We'll just call it square. And I'll just, you can do the same for me. Let's just all send. In fact, my dad and I have this cool thing where, like, he's like, you don't have to get me anything, and I, you know, and I'm like, you don't have to get me anything either. And he does. He sends something, but he's like, we we have this mutual understanding because him and I both have ADD where we're not remembering to send gifts till like three days three weeks later so it's yes. like you, you don't get me anything i know you love me you know i love you that's it we're square like if you need money that's, let me know I'm like, that's yeah. what me and uh me and rye have that agreement we haven't given each other a christmas gift in like 10 years it's the best man we're like we just have to hang out on christmas eve or christmas but yeah weddings birthdays christmas i would like one month off right <laughs> well, one month off jeez never stop stanza yeah, I think we should. Uh, so we'll we'll lock down a date. We'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that a lot. We'll we'll plan most of that, I guess, off yeah. air. But it's good to you know just keep keep the audience abreast as to what we're what we're getting into. Hooters, a lot to work around, and I guess we could have some of our prior guests making reappearances. Okay, I think we need to do a, a USO show in Texas where like. I'm entertaining the troops, but it's not really funny. Like, Mike just gets me on the base with, like, a pass. And I'm like, so, hey, everybody, how about those swordfish? And it's like, oh, this guy sucks. And, and they don't want to be cheered up because it's, you know, at the time they're not stationed in, like, Afghanistan. Like, they still have access to, like, the American luxuries at the, you know, on the base. And they, they didn't ask to be there. Like, they're at, like yeah, they're trying to eat, like, in, like, the, mess, the, the, the commissary, whatever you call it. There like, is one out. of those... Uh, stateside shows it does happen but I don't think it's sponsored by the USO but there's this group I forget what they're called I have to look them up there's a, a group that puts on either a concert or a play a play That's and it's based want. around sexual harassment it's a little red riding hood thank you for serving it's, it's sometimes <laughs> mandatory it's, it's for Goldie sexual walk. harassment you have to sit through this thing oh uh, and they tour they go from base Amazing. to base I mean that's nice and I think if I'm not mistaken, the lead singer slash lead actress is uh, a victim of a sexual assault. So I guess that's uh, her way of you know, channeling her all right. energy into a positive direction. She gets into the awareness show yeah, to raise awareness. But, um, but I I skipped out on it. I was supposed to go to one, believe it or not, in, in recent <laughs> uh, weeks past, and I skipped it, so. Yeah, I, I can't go. I have active duty. Actually, that's uh, – Mike, you're reading off of uh, something you wrote down to, to pre prepare. Uh, speaking of the news, an Army-related uh, topic, a retired sergeant sends pizzas 7,000 miles for airdrop to U.S. troops overseas. Nice! Nice! Mm. Retired Master Sergeant Mark Evans could be called the pizza man Ooh. by Jimmy T. What? <laughs> By who? I'm watching this ad, which means nothing to our users, but uh, the Army has this ad out. Anyway, the uh, to sum it up, the retired sergeant um, sends pizza 7,000 miles to U.S. troops. Uh, they call him the Pizza Man, and troops serving in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Kuwait. Uh, he spent a ton of money to have pizzas uh, dropped to the troops. That's pretty nice, pretty cool. That's pretty, pretty nice. cool. It's awesome. Thing. It's awesome. Uh, a retired um, colonel with the Mexican Army dropped 7,000 tacos in the middle of the street yesterday. It was just his cart, and it got hit, and it's not – it was 
it was a mess, but it smelled good. He was just hoping that the starving <laughs> people would eat them. They were really bits and pieces of victims <laughs> of, some, of the cartels. <laughs> Stuffing, he just was a member of the bodies. Carne asadas, please. <laughs> if you don't know, Mike is married to a an authentic, uh, authentic, uh, legit uh, Latina woman, and I'm uh, my girlfriend's part uh, Latina. So we have a sort of um, what is it? A card to uh, to be a little offensive on this subject. Awesome. Yeah, you have good Harry. joke immunity. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was watching yeah. Modern Family the other day, and uh, the one character was talking to his agent, real estate agent, and he says, uh, he goes. Uh, Hey, uh, you know, he gave him the price of a house he was buying, and he goes, "You must be joking." And he goes, "Oh, I don't joke about real estate. I only joke about Mexicans." But hey, I'm engaged to one, so it's okay. You know, and he okay. waves at him. It's like, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. I think there's, there's actually speaking of Seinfeld, there's that episode where Elaine's dating that guy, <clears throat> and she thinks well, he's black, and and he actually thinks she's like Latin or something. And the waitress, <laughs> the black woman, comes up and she's like. Oh, how you doing? And she's like, oh, I hear you, sister. And the black waitress is like, sister? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. My boyfriend's black. He walks up and she's <laughs> like, you're black? And he's like, I'm black? Aren't you black? I'll give you a minute to decide. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just a bunch of boring white people? Yes. Let's go to the gap. Let's go to the yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld's great. Yeah. Kept taking me all those Spanish restaurants. That was my ringtone for a while. I think you had the. I think Shark had the one. It was the George Costanza song. Believe yeah. it or not, George. Is it oh. Did you have that as your uh, message machine for a while? Yeah, it was great. At the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. What is that? That's, what what song is that from? That's a, it's from a show. Yeah, um, I don't know, but yes, it is. John, any uh, any films that are popping in your mind lately that you would like to touch on, or do you think we? Uh... I like to touch. I like to touch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me get to it. Uh, we have a review from Brett. <laughs> Brett on uh, Terminator. Ooh, Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis that uh, still could not beat um, uh, Jurassic World this weekend at the box office, or it's it actually didn't even beat Inside Out. Wow. But the reviews are in, and everybody seems to think that Arnold carries this whole movie. Hmm. And I'm just trying to get to uh, Brett's page now. He actually asked me a funny question while we wait. Um, he was like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, there's random shows that just keep popping up. And I'm like, okay, so we should probably explain the, the Nerd 35, you know, overtime shows that we do just randomly. Because I guess it's confusing people. I got this one. You know what I'm saying? There was a nerd we knew. He was 35 years old. And he, we pants him one day in a computer lab. Um, Stepped on his pants. Things got ugly. And uh, no, uh, yeah, there are 35. When we were, when John and I were in uh, like fifth, sixth grade, we recorded on a, like a tape recorder, a show called Nerd 35. Boombox. Boombox. Like, it was like Nerd 35 AM, even though the AM frequency doesn't go to 35. It was like Nerd 35 <laughs> AM. And that was 
this is before you know like uh, podcasts and uh, you know the only reason we made it is so we could just listen back to it <laughs> right making fun of nerds yeah or people that we interpreted everyone as nerds. so we recorded this then and then when we started doing these like uh, little like extra inning kind of shows like uh, like uh, you know during the week we um, the, it just seemed appropriate to like yeah to, to bring it back bring it back so it's kind of a like a, an extra like how Bill Maher does the overtime it's kind of like that so uh, we tried to have uh, we did a few this week um, tried to get CJ Cullen on Monday um, but so he ditched us for like Ted that. too yeah so that's sort of the the basis but, if you will uh, yeah, so for that yeah it's, it's like an extra show that's basically all it is um, because you know it's it's we have to keep a schedule. We have to do this show every Sunday at 4.30, you know, one thirty Pacific. It's legit. But, but because we're so, you know, awesome, we have a lot to say, and we, we think everything is very important that we have to say. So mm-hmm. we'll just be BSing back and forth, you know, during the week and just say, all right, you know, I'm not doing anything. Let's sit around and make fun of this. And, right, give uh, a little it's, uh, it's topical discussion. Yeah. It's been... Uh, you know, it's it's been good. It's a lot of uh, a lot of engagements. Yeah, perhaps we should numbers are doubling. Engage uh, another host to replace uh, our, our lost from the original Fab Four. <laughs> should we should we start recruiting casting or what do you think? I think we should have people send in money for an application fee. <laughs> yep, twenty dollars. Yes, me too. There you go. Send it to Mike <laughs> yes. Scardi, courtesy of, uh, and then we should start. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, what do you guys think? I don't know. I think I think we need some, some chicks on the show. You won't even have to go 24 hours on a podcast of that. That'll raise probably a, a cool quarter million right there. There you go. Come on. Send right, us bro. money. Mm. Send us cash. So a female host, uh, a female co-host. I think we need to have uh, – I think when we have um, – I don't know. What do you guys think? John, what are your, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't. I think we're good. I think uh, the three of us have a, a really good rhythm, and because uh, I've, I've gone down this road before, and it's awesome that we can bring in guests and kind of yeah. work with them, and then take a guest out, and we're still okay. Uh, if we bring in someone new, it's almost like we're hitting a reset button, and we have to, yeah. you know, figure out like a whole new rhythm. So I think the three of us, as it stands right now, it's it's really good, really solid. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think it's I uh, like the a good rhythm. Of guests, though. There's a good and rhythm. And I do, I do like maybe like a, like a reoccurring girl that would yeah. come like every other show or once a month or something like that. Yeah, yeah we should do something like that. It, I think with four, it might be a little crowded if, uh, if ever, you know if everyone's yeah to talk at once and everything. But I I do like the idea of having like you know maybe some reoccurring hosts here and there come on and. And uh, I think we have more guests too. Like we have Mary um, Gutfleisch next Sunday. That's oh, Gutfleisch! Some, some spice to the life. I am really excited for Gutfleisch. Yeah, she's pumped too. She's excited. I like it. Did, is she gonna do it? I remember I was listening to the last show, uh, and I, I had gotten disconnected or something. And she mentioned how she wanted to go to your place, like do it in studio. We're gonna do it. We're definitely gonna do it live. That is. I think I'm gonna get. Uh. A, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm trying to get a place like on the Sunset Strip 
to do it like at a restaurant or something. They have Sunset Strip. A lot of the restaurants have these like lofts and things like that. I want to, you know, call like an old buddy and, and see if I can use some spot in Sunset so it can be like broadcast live from you know the Sunset Strip. Like we can do it cool. Rather like than, at a booth. Yeah, yeah. Like rather than that's have awesome. her come to Encino cool. and it's like, that's my cat. Have a seat. <laughs> Thanks for driving thirty miles into this hot hellhole. <laughs> That's not, that's not how it is. But, yeah, I think something like that would be cool. Yeah. Great. Some Great. Wieners. I want to I I know about her. I have yeah. questions. Yeah, we'll do some big promoting for her this week. She's going to – she's pumped. Big questions. We don't even ask her questions related to her craft. We're like, so what do you think about um, the uncertainty for Iran after Carrie signs that nuclear deal? And she's like, oh, uh, I thought we were going to talk about my drawings. I was like – you thought wrong. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what like, what fans, what kind of fans she has. You know, like what are they like? Yeah. Are they mm. weird or, or are they nice? Are they? Does she have stalkers? Yeah. What like, kind of hecklers does she have? Yeah. What kind of groupies does she have? It's, I'd imagine it's, it's an interesting circle. I'd imagine a lot of people like Marion that have that kind of like a big following. They probably get a lot of weird yeah. internet requests, like people that are like, hey. Here's my drawing. Can you look at it? And tell me if it's good. And it's like I, I would imagine like she's very nice. I mean, I, I'm just guessing here. I'd imagine somebody like her would be like, oh yeah, it's it's good. Keep it up, you know. But right, you know, you got to be like positive. I don't want to look at your crap anymore. It's just yeah, mm, like I get it. Can it get overwhelming? Yeah, with all the comments and all the advice, or 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 I bet you she runs into a lot of people who think they're better than her and they try to give her advice and she's like, just stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. this Leave is me alone. what I do. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, it's uh, it's what's different about like uh, people that become famous on YouTube and things like that. Uh, yeah, there's not that new, middle like, barrier where like actors and things, they have like an agent, and a, a manager, and like a spokesperson where they, they, there's all these filters buffering them. Like YouTube, you can just like directly message someone. It's like... Yeah, you just you just don't read them at that point. It's just too much. Maybe you know. have someone who reads them and like you know, yeah, responds gives you the like good generically. Ones. Right, right. Yeah, generic responses. Mm. Well, it'd be cool if she could draw something for us for like the podcast. that would be. Oh pretty, yeah, yeah. New, post. you know, like uh, we could sell it. Like show art. Uh, I don't yeah. know caricatures of us or or the maybe t-shirts the even something. Cool. Yeah. Hey guys, we got the number here for the gentleman who tried to steal Michael's phone. Now, how do we know this guy tried to steal your phone? And this isn't the guy. This is the brother. Uh, well, here's the thing. The brother. I'll recap this story real quick. The brothers. It was going to go into part of my "What's Wrong with People" segment, but I figured you know we'll just throw it in there in the Austin story. So, this guy, we're having brunch. Guy comes up walking down the street after the crazy lady, crazy Caribbean, Jamaican, I don't know, Bahamian woman. Yaman. Gets escorted Yaman. out. Following her is this guy who asked for uh, to borrow my cell phone for a phone call to his brother who was supposedly right. coming into town. And, right. Sounds like a gypsy. Uh, so he needs me to unlock the phone, obviously. So he starts spitting out the number all, real quick. And the... the reason behind that was because as long as I unlock it he can use it once he steals it and then I can't track it if he's smart enough to disable the the GPS on it yeah probably not so he tried to reach for the phone as if I was going to give it to him I said no no it doesn't work like that um, 
I'm going to put you on speaker. And he tries to say, hey, come in closer. And he's leaning over my – he's leaning on my neck like a vulture. (laughs) Oh, and so he's he's waiting on the ringing. And while it's ringing – we're engaging in normal conversation. So, yeah, man, all these people that come up to me. Yes, a little small talk for like the first seven rings, I guess, before he cuts the voicemail. And he's telling me he's been living in Austin for 10 years. And, oh, and finally picks up. Uh-oh. And let's let's see. Uh, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll get somebody to pick up and maybe his story checked out. But I've called the number myself about six times, I think, and still just straight to voicemail. All right, let's, mm, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing over there, Clark? I do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. As you were. I mean, you've you got to think that this was like. Com. Please leave a message for David Martin, Rachel Watts, Ezekiel Benjamin, or Isaiah David at the tone. At the tone, wow. please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up wow. or press 1 for more options. Pilot's message for Rachel's Detective Brower calling from the local police department. Uh, you have a very serious situation. We've got some reports of some activity, uh, people using your brother's name, uh, bar cell phones in the Austin area, uh, also repeat in Dallas-Fort Worth with a, uh, believe to be a Caribbean woman, and uh, we've seen this scam before, and now we're on to you. Please contact me back early as possible convenience at 5-0-3-2-1, and then make sure you call that number back or something's going to happen. And that something's going to be prison. Have a nice day, y'all. Bye. All right. There's a voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, oh so, God. you know, it's really funny. Of all the, the numbers this guy just made up by, at the top of his head, I mean, you got some dot-com uh, company voicemail. And, uh, What's 504? Well, my last words were tonight. Sorry, we tried. But he says to me, oh, I was going to leave a message. You know, oh, dude, it's over, man. You're busted. <laughs> busted. Yeah, what is 504? That's uh, Louisiana. Oh, here it is. Louisiana. Yeah, there it is. Heartland of America. Heartland of America. It looked like uh, the kind of parasite who had been flushed out of New Orleans, out of the French Quarter, yep. moves on to the next town. Yeah. Yep. Scum. I mean, even if this guy's brother had come into town, he just looks like the deadbeat brother that would ne- never be visited. <laughs> Human fecal matter. Yeah. The deadbeat brother. I need yeah. to call him. Was this on July 4th? This was yesterday, yeah. Well, yeah good, because the call on the internet company that's probably open on July 4th is it's a exactly. valid backup story. Yeah, and uh, you know what else bothered me too? The restaurant didn't do anything about my bill, so I have to say, you know, I'm usually a pretty good tipper. When I get exceptional service, in this particular case, I I didn't like the fact I didn't even get comped a dollar mimosa. They were dollar mimosas. They didn't couldn't even comp me one of those. They just sort of said, "Oh, I'm sorry for everything, sir. Here you go, drop the bill." Oh, you know, sometimes sorry just ain't enough. You gotta try to put in a little more effort than that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he was taken care of, not necessarily well taken care of. I oh, didn't geez. zero tip him. I would never go back there. Yeah, I think that place is done. It was a great evening experience. Golden Ramsey. Remember? That's the worst when you have a server that, you know, 
they're just they're they're bad like the, the bare minimum you can like smile and be like hey can i help you you know it's you don't have to put that much effort in um, yeah here's a question what do you guys Easy think is worse ever. which is worse the server that doesn't really care i mean you still get your food but they're just like whatever you know it's maybe it could be, you had to wait a little bit longer or the overbearing, like, way too friendly, stop by your table every 10 seconds. Is everything okay? How's those mashed potatoes? Those are my favorite, too. Hey, I like your shirt. Oh, remember shirts? I love shirts. Isn't that funny? Are you having fun? Like, they, they just, they make up things, and you're like, oh, how's the real Parmesan? Oh, that that's my favorite. Oh, man. I, I my grandma makes Parmesan cheese, and I love it. I used to sprinkle it all over everything, even my Fruit Loops. Even my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse? I think the overbearing guy's um, worse. I'll take a, a salty like diner waitress over, like the hey guys, ready for some drinks? How about some fun too? That's free. Stream fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, as long as the service is good, I would probably take the the bitter but efficient and timely <laughs> server. But yeah. Yeah. You also gotta feel yeah. bad sometimes. I'll tell you a true story. I was in an IHOP couple of months ago and there was this girl and she was a little too chatty she was clearly new but i could also tell she was probably retarded for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know she just couldn't i think she it was that like she <laughs> took jokes too literally. seriously oh, to no. literally you know because she just she gave me this i hop meal of like three different plates and i think even a sunday ice cream was like literally the pancakes and i'm just like here you go if anybody's starving you, you could you, i didn't even touch it here you can <laughs> you can reserve oh. it oh I, we can't do that sir because oh. that would be unsanitary we can't oh really do gosh. that oh, poor thing <laughs> you know, I, so yeah we can't do i say that too i always go here and give it to the next guy Sir, it's unsanitary. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. So sir. sometimes it's just best to have uh, the, the quiet. Yeah. But like I said, efficient. So. They're salty. That's the worst. Yeah, you, I'd, rather, you... I'd rather, if the, as long as the food is, and everything is not, you know, it's on time, it's not late, I don't care. It could be a robot with no, you know, voice mm. at all. Right. I don't need a bubbly, happy, you know, yeah. over overly talkative yeah. person. I didn't yeah. go there to hang out with him. Right. <laughs> if I, that's, a, that's more of a bar way of <laughs> of uh, of serving. Because yeah. you go, people go to bars to see bartenders. Um, I'm mean, talking from a guy, an alky, yeah. who's, who goes, who proudly goes to bars by himself. Oh, um, I, I have no problem with that either. Yeah, yeah bartenders are no cool. Problem. Absolutely. From there with other people, I, I went there to interact with them, not this circus of, yes. a, of a server. Yeah. I'm not here for you. Right. I'm not and, and if I was alone and I was a regular to a table with the same server to serve me, you know, I, I'd have as to good as it gets. my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah. He, I always have a problem with if it's like the service is rude, I'll just take it because I'm afraid they're gonna like screw with my food. Like I'll wait till like everything's served before I'm like, by the way, you suck. Yeah. So I'm always paranoid. Like someone's <laughs> gonna spit in it. Like Jen I'll will maintain be, like, an illusion that everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then some somebody could be like rude, and Jen will say something like, you know, that's this is terrible, and I'm like, no, no, let it's great, it's great. <laughs> Everything you're doing is special. <laughs> oh, you don't have it? I'll take whatever you want. You know, and then when it's done, I'm so paranoid like someone's going to do something to it. Oh, yeah. Hawk one. 
What about just a restaurant you could serve yourself? Wouldn't that be the ultimate thing? Yeah, you just hop behind the bar and start mixing the. Yeah, you can go up to the window and, and pick up your own order. Hmm. Wouldn't that be great? You have a little like grill at your table. It's just like a grill. <laughs> yeah. Be pretty. Yeah. Make your own pizza. Do those not exist? <laughs> make your own pie. There is a place. <laughs> yeah. There's a place on Ventura Boulevard where you can make your own pizza. Really? Yeah. Like Kramer's idea? Yeah. Oh, that's we're gonna amazing. have to go do that. Yeah, that is amazing. Check it out. I don't. I think that's sauce, kind of a cool idea. What I don't like is uh, check out yourself at the grocery store. Your self checkout lines, because when I went shopping, when I decided I had to go shopping at Vons today, I didn't know I'd be working at Vons today. <laughs> you know, like, it's I, like say, really? I dig them. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I just I it's funny this. because. You're checking yourself out. I get it. Sometimes it's convenient, but there's always somebody there, like watching you, to say, like, "Hey, this is what you do." I'm like, "Can you just do it for me?" Like, you're just standing there. <laughs> like, just do it. Like, let me steal something, or like, do it for me. Uh, yeah, but there's, there's like... many, there's many times that comes into handy. Sure. Number one, um, when I don't know if you have the same front, but down here, Wind supermarkets Dixie. are extremely crowded. And there's a hundred lines that you could go to, but like only three of them are open. Of course. It's funny if there's ever a, like a Walmart or, or uh, I think only Walmart actually does the self checkouts. They're always empty. Yeah. People want other people to do the bagging for them. So when you're pressed for time, you know, it's it's a nice convenience to have. And of course, there's the other. Uh, you know, con- buying contraceptives. It's nice to check that yourself. That's true. <laughs> Extra large, <I> sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Already, John. You know. Yeah. Anything happening with the movie review? Well, I'm uh, I'm trying to find the movie review, and he told me that he had one for Terminator Genesis, um, and I can't find it. Oh, Terminator so Genesis. Oh, I really... thought we were going to do um... – Night at the Roxbury. I was really <laughs> looking forward to that. You love that movie. It is good. Scar and I used to live that movie day in and day out for years. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so no, no movie review. I'm, I'm really sorry. Oh, no. No, it's – we're always happy saw... to have them with – you know, they, they've all been great. So anytime Brett wants to share one with us and you, you like to read one, it's, a, it's an open yeah, forum. That's what we do here. I'm Make sure come true. us one. Um, but – Terminator. I mean, are you going to see that? Probably not, right? Not in the theater, no. Right. I've seen all of them. Uh, I, I like them. I like the, the franchise a lot. I just don't think I'll go see that one. I haven't seen the most recent, uh, the most recent one where Arnold's not in it. Oh, with Christian Bale. Salvation. Yeah. Yeah, with Bale, Bale where he freaks out at the lighting, the lighting guy. Yeah. Sure, he's a nice guy. <laughs> what does he say? Uh... I, I'm working <sighs> here. I'm trying to perform. Yeah, he's like, uh, I like heard a, he's like such a hard guy to work with. Like he's just. What so don't you fucking intense. understand? Yeah. <laughs> Poor what guy. What don't you understand? What was the guy doing? He like was talking or something during. You're a scene? nice guy, but you're in the background here. He was like messing with the lighting. Oh yeah. While he was doing a scene, you know. Yeah, it was he, messing with his eyes or him. something. He broke fourth wall because of a, a different colored gel in the spotlight. Threw him off. Threw him out of his game. 
Uh, oh, is that what it was? I don't know. I'm just, but I think yeah, but I know it's a light actors. A lighting, yeah, it was somebody messing with the lighting and threw them off. It was a light um, thing. Speaking of other movies coming out, well, this isn't a movie, or I guess it is. Netflix and Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I think it's a show, or is it a movie? Either Pee-wee way, I'm back? a big Pee Wee Herman, huge Pee Wee Herman fan, and uh, I'm excited. Paul, uh, what's his name again? Paul, Paul Rubens. Rubens. Paul Rubens. He's he's. It's a show or a movie? I think it's a movie. It's like, uh, let's see here, Pig Pee Wee's Big Vacation or something like that. I think they should have done Pee Wee and uh, <laughs> Ernest crossover. Ernest Whoa. goes to Playland or something. That would be uh, that would be a match made in heaven. Did you find anything? Yeah, here it is. His new Netflix movie. Yes. Yep. It's coming out with a new film on What's Netflix, it and it's called, uh, let's see, uh, Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Big Holiday. Yeah. What did I say? Vacation? Same thing. No, it's all, it's all, it's all good. It's all time off. Man, so, yeah, that's this, exciting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't wait for that. And Wet Hot American Summer on Netflix uh, is it's out in like two weeks or something. In July, that's gonna be amazing. Which you guys one's have that? that movie? What? The, oh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. I haven't seen trailers for it. I know what it is. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be incredible. Is it special? The cast is amazing. It's like Paul Rudd, uh, Bradley Cooper, Amy Poehler, um, everyone from you know the state, the cast of the state, that MTV. Oh show. god, that was a great show. Oh, it's it that. <laughs> Wet Hot American Summer I can't believe is a show because it was a movie and now Netflix is making it a show with that whole cast and it, wow. that's gonna be good it's, it's endless comedians I, I haven't named like a quarter of them that's pretty sweet Yeah, that's gonna be good it's gonna be huge that's a shame that was such a short lived show oh I know it was like one or two seasons yeah back in 94 95 yeah I think it might have been yeah right around then yeah Only 94 yeah Clark, do you remember that show, The State? I didn't watch it. It made like Michael Ian Black and you know the yeah. guy from uh, Reno Nine One One. Yeah, like that whole group. It was in. It, it was like the late nineties, right? Mid nineties. Like yeah, it was around ninety four. So, yeah. Great show. Do we have a clip of anyone? What about? Uh... It was a sketch <laughs> comedy. What about the sketch? One of my favorites was uh, Yom Kippur only comes once a year. There's only two ways to break out of this prison. One <laughs> is by digging a tunnel in your cell. The other is by that big wide open gate over there. <laughs> I have not been able I, I remember the sketch and I have not been able to find it on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> there was I the probably the one just one made was... a reference to somebody nobody's ever heard of, but I, I thought it was that's, no, that's cool. Original. There was a sketch. I want to dip my balls in it, and I want to dip my balls in no it. matter what like topic would come up, you know, it'd be like, oh, you know, I had a sandwich uh, with mustard and mayo, and the guy would just pick it out. He'd be like, mayo, I want to <laughs> dip my balls in it, <laughs> and then just like on to the next thing. <laughs> so good, you like never knew when it was coming. There's a lot of clips online. I can't find the Yom Kippur one. 
the uh, internet connection is a little slow today, which is another thing that pisses me off, which brings me to my next question. Mike, what the hell is wrong with people? What the fuck? Well, you know, I figured for um, today we'd start off with uh, what's right with people and segue yeah. into what's wrong because it, it, it's liberty. correlated. Yeah. So in the news this week, it says here, billionaire Saudi Arabian prince Al-Walid bin Talal. Kill him. Yep. Uh, has announced Kill plans him. to give away his $32 billion fortune to charity oh. in order to build, quote, a Never better mind. world of tolerance, acceptance, equality, and opportunity for all. These are the words of uh, a Saudi Arabian prince worth. That's wonderful. How much is he worth? Uh, I'm looking here. But it says he's already given away $3.5 billion wow. of his money Whoa. to philanthropies. So... He says, uh, Al-Walid said philanthropy was an intrinsic part of his Islamic faith and that his wealth had been bestowed by God and by being in this great nation, meaning Saudi Arabia. Bestowed. So, um, and I don't know if anybody else watches the show. I don't really, but happened to catch it earlier this week, Lives of the Super Rich. I, I don't remember what channel, Bravo or E, perhaps. Lives of the rich and famous. Yeah, it's more or less kind of like that, just without the guy with the voice. But, um, you know, I'm watching the show, and uh, it's not necessarily about particular movie stars. Just random, really uber-rich people with their extravagant Beverly Hills homes and, and, you know, New York City penthouses where they have whole floors in their in their condos and their high rises just for their their Ferraris so that their cars could have a view and uh, they, they were interviewing this one goldsmith who was who just basically catered to clients who wanted everything in gold even down to Snoop Dogg <laughs> gold, gold. You know. I love gold Fasha so what's wrong with people? I mean, what's wrong with the rich people Austin who have Howard everything? Yeah, everything in gold. Yeah, they gotta have. They There's have no benefit everything. to that. Except right. to just look what this guy's doing. And what's wrong with the poor people asking guys like me for money? Yeah, come on, get a job. <laughs> Ask this guy. <laughs> Do you take plastic? It's so funny too, because you can get a really cheap phone for like ten bucks at Seven Eleven. That's disposable if you really needed one. But you know, people need videos and movies and stuff like that on their phone but oh, it's yep, not I hard do. to get a cell phone you get yeah. a prepaid wireless for like 10 bucks if you really right. jam yeah communication is key i always love people begging that are like rude and they're just like got any change it's like you mean do i have any change yes i do <laughs> here you go yeah but then you know what you know what it really annoys me when these homeless guys put on this like show you know yeah. they're like hey man what you up to tonight let me tell you something yeah i'm gonna let you know what i need tonight i need it i need it to get it through i need a four dollars from you i need four dollars because then i can go over down on the corner there and i can get myself that crack Some i'm like great oh, you're, yeah. you're a salesman you should be having a, get a real job yeah well yeah they always I have a story bait and switch <laughs> I, I hate the bait and switch it's whatever you know, you, you know somebody if he's wishing you a happy Easter, 
and he's a stranger out of nowhere, and he looks a little dirty, and you're down in somewhere like the Bowery. That was me. And you don't want to be a dick by not shaking his hand. But you don't want to touch oh. it. But you don't want to <laughs> touch the guy because you know he's just baiting you. Say, hey, happy Easter. Give me a, give me a buck, man. Give me a buck. I'm fucked give up. me a kiss. And I said, I'll tell you what, my friend. I'll give, give you everything in my pocket right now if you can guess how much is in there. And at that t- day, I remember I didn't have any money. I, I, was, I had money, but you know, I just didn't have any cash on me. And um, and so I said to the guy, all right, well, sorry. He goes, well, remember, when you get something in there, you let me know. I said, yes, sir, I'll work just for you. Real hard, extra hard, just for you. Just for you. As John said, you know, <laughs> right. people who put on the show, I don't know if you got – guys like this in LA but in New York you have the comedians the failed comedians who go into their routine and you could be talking with anybody hey how we street, doing street corner <laughs> and it's coming up to you go hey how hey, we doing I, going into Central? A routine yeah and he's, he's and doing he'll a say, bit yeah. to get a couple bucks exactly wow. and they'll say yeah I used to be on the Dave Chappelle show and when finally yeah, when he's true. done with his bit and he's done asking I used to watch for the money which is the last part of the bit you just the the bit was so bad. He wasn't funny, and you just <sighs> you have to tell this guy, look, of course this, this it wasn't is funny. just this wasn't for you, but doesn't mean you can't do anything. It doesn't mean you have to do this on the street. Right. It's just right. not funny. It's so yeah. funny. Go with Plan B. Or, yeah, or they have the story that's like. Hey, look, uh, you know, I'm just trying to call my dad tonight and make a couple bucks to, to give him a call because, you know, I lost my daughter. I'm like, oh, man, don't. I just just oh. cut to the chase. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day because I've seen homeless people pull out cell phones. Uh, the day where Claus said this before, where they have the square where it's like, I only have credit cards. Like, well, no, I, I, got, a, I got an account set up. Just swipe here. And the oh. homeless can swipe like your donation. Yes. Yeah. Fine. In LA, you don't know if they're homeless or not. There's just a lot of people begging because uh, yeah. they'll make money on the side of the road, you know, on intersections. Yes. So you don't really know if they're like homeless or they're just, you know, out of a job and need some booze money. Like it's it's weird. It's a really creative uh, pyramid scheme, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're all billionaires, homeless people. But yeah, they're actually you know walking back to their Ferraris that are like hidden in the woods. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Fox News did a bit on this uh, earlier this week, as a matter of fact. I guess on Bill O'Reilly's show I was watching, and one of his uh, field correspondents was in Times Square because, you know, new mayor Bill de Blasio, and kind of a liberal guy. Um, some people say very, very socialist type. He doesn't think it's fair for people to be uh, doing it's, – it's, it's not fair for them to be – Considered doing an illegal activity by begging in Times Square when in fact it actually is illegal to solicit money in, in I'm sorry not Times Square in Penn Station right and uh, and in Penn Station apparently the problems got really bad and I remember it's it's always been bad but I guess since I've been gone it's actually gotten much worse so his, his field correspondent starts interviewing the homeless and uh Asked this one woman how long she'd been homeless, and she said since 2005. <laughs> asked the woman what she was going to do today, and she goes, uh, I think I'm going to, oh, you know, try and get somebody to eat and maybe go see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a regular day. You're just maintaining at that point. Yeah, exactly. So you're just waiting for somebody to give you money so you can go catch a matinee. And, you know, naturally, 
got to give them credit. Some of these folks were very honest. They didn't blame the man, the system. Um, they said, hey, do you have any problems, any addictions, you know, crack? And this one guy had pulled out, <laughs> he was an alcoholic, I guess. He pulled out the little tiny, you know, airplane bottle of, of Absolute out of his pocket. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got I drinks a bit. Saving this for later. I drinks a bit. That's funny. I, yeah, it's uh, uh, I, they always have outside of like Seven Elevens and you know stores in general, no soliciting, but no one ever enforces that. I've seen so many people like, hey, you got a buck, and they're like leaning against like no begging sign, and you're like, yeah, at least the store's doing their job, you know. It's like this is a funny. One. One. I remember when I first arrived. And in okay. Texas, the first town I saw, I think, was Beaumont. And so, naturally, I've got out-of-state New York okay. plates. And uh, I'm rolling it, and I, I'm looking for a hotel myself. And it looked like this one was booked up. It said no vacancy. I'm ready to turn around. When I see this oncoming car with the door, like, opened halfway, and this really fat leg and arm waving, and the leg sticking out. This woman had like ankles I could see from 20 feet away. And uh, so she's oh. waving. I'm thinking naturally it's got to be yeah. an emergency. You know, something terrible's happened. My phone's dead. Can you call 911? Because, you know, this was in a moving car. So she, she guessed me this was another bait and switch. The old bait and switcheroo. <laughs> Asked me if I knew any cheap. Sir, the master bait and switcheroo. Do you master know of baits. any cheap hotels around here. You're doing and what? Said, cheap hotels? Yeah, like, lady, I've been in this town like four sure. minutes. Sure, we'll take you to a holiday inn. <laughs> right, right. So she goes into the whole routine. So she said, I'm from wherever, Texas. I can show you my ID to prove that. It's a few hours from here. We're trying to get... My mother just came from a hospital appointment, so she had two other people, two old people, I guess, that were her parents in, in the car. <laughs> it's, you, know, you, you want them to give you money at this point because you're just so depressed exactly. from the stories. You're like, oh. I know. The no, story's going no. on. We can't on. find a room for under for under $30. That's our budget. Can you believe yeah, nobody that? Nobody can. Yeah, can you believe that? They won't give us a room. I can't find. And a I car said, "I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm, on, I'm actually. I can't uh, swipe you in with, with uh, a room to make up the difference because I'm on government expenses or something. Which, um, whatever excuse I could come up with, she goes, "Well, do you have fourteen dollars right. cash on you?" And you know, I was Stop polite. Stop me. Yeah, here's some yeah, monopoly I, money I that I carry polite, around. I was actually which I'm very. I'm not usually a polite guy with people like this. In this particular instance, I knew I wasn't going to give her anything, but I, I was going to do it the polite way. Yeah. So I opened up my wallet and said, oh, sorry, nothing in there. She's like, oh, um, I'm so – thank you. She she had her hopes up like she was going to get that $14, so I opened the wallet. So before I opened it, she said, I'm sorry to bother you. I said, yeah, I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> and what was really funny about the whole thing, the car wasn't brand new, but it was purchased just recently because it had the temporary tags on it. Oh, gosh. So she obviously oh, had boy. some money to purchase a vehicle. And when I took a look at this yeah. woman, I said, look, lady, no offense, but you don't look like you're starving. I mean, if you maybe lay off the Twinkies <laughs> and Devil Dogs, so. <laughs> they would have been your $14. Yeah. You have any lard I can put inside of me? Uh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, you ever notice? I, I don't know if if it's in Florida or Texas. I'm sure it is in some parts, but in L.A., the the beggars or the homeless signs are flawless in their penmanship. They're like it's the <laughs> neatest Catholic school handwriting in the world, like spelled correctly. Really? It, uh-huh. I, I mean, I think somebody just does it for him and gives him out, but <laughs> every sign is <laughs> flawlessly spelled correctly and like yeah. legible. I mean, it's it's. Uh, Good evening. I happen to be homeless due to problems with the economy. Can you help? And I'm thinking it kind of makes sense because half of them are probably like out of work writers. So yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, you know, they have good skills yes. with writing. They just can't get a job. I don't know anything else. This is how far it got me. Yeah. <laughs> Will audition for chicken. There you go. I just want to give him Monopoly uh, money and be like, I got no, a couple. I, bucks. I don't think I've. I don't think. I've seen a sign down here without a spelling mistake. Oh really? Like, oh, they're probably the real they have, deal. They're all just really bad. It's not even in English. Either, you know, it's it, it's just honest, and they they can't, or it's all. I would love to make yeah. one's day by God. just shelling out. It's bad. I think they're, they're running on bills to them. I would love to just have a wad of 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 yes. dollar bills, oh. and I can't give one. Just throw a wad out yeah. the window. And drive by. <laughs> Or Monopoly money. It'd be like feeding the fish. Yeah. So they could go take that to, uh, you know, the the crack dealer or the meth dealer who's probably smart enough to know that's a fake bill who's going to kill him on the spot for trying to do a deal with with my money's a buck with my motion, Smokey. Anthrax. So Big Perm? Be Big Worm? Big Perm? Big Perm? Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I always uh, I always treat them like a T Rex at lights. Like if I don't if I stay still and look straight ahead, they won't actually oh. see me. Because <laughs> what I don't like is you know you're you're whatever situation you're in financially, you're standing there asking for money. To me, that's work anyway because you're embarrassing yourself in the sun. So fine. So if you're just standing on the side of the road with a sign, whatever you know. But w- when they come through the car, like like they're like the MDA taking collections with like the firemen kind of thing. Like when the homeless like walk through traffic and they get up to your car, like you know, I'm like, oh come on, like this is bad. So when they come up, I'll look straight ahead, or I'll either pretend I'm texting, which I'm not, or I'll just look straight ahead, like perfectly, and I'll just stay completely still. And like sometimes I'll stop for a second and kind of look, and I'm just like. <laughs> like trying to breathe through my nose, and then uh, and then and they you can't away. have a convertible, no, because you can't enjoy your day, you know. Yeah, you're gonna get stopped, mm-hmm. and they think you have money anyway because you're driving like, yeah. you know, an Alfa Romeo around. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it'd be funny if the uh, the uh, the signs were just honest. All the time. Yeah, well, like, I, look, I need uh, booze. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can hear you, John. No, I cannot. Can you hear me? Yes. A little bit. I can hear. All right. Oh, we lost John. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to be wrapping it up anyway. Yeah. I think we had a good run today. All right. Today was a good show. I agree, yeah. John, are you still here? Good run. Good run. Good run. Uh, don't forget to uh, tweet us at the underscore podcastle. You can check out all of our episodes at thepodcastle.podbean.com 
or on Mixler slash the podcastle. Uh, next week, we're going to be having Mary Gutfleisch, uh, who is uh, Mary Doodles on YouTube. She does artwork for uh, all kinds of projects, been featured in Epic Rap Battles of History. Um, and then we'll be probably signing on a few times this week for a Nerd 35 edition of the Podcastle and more to come on Clark Week and the uh, 24-hour podcast, which uh, we'll be releasing more details soon. Thank you yes. again for tuning in. With me, as always, is Michael Biscotti, Hi. Lord John Hassinger, See ya. and I'm Matthew Clark. Bye. Good night. God bless. <laughs>